Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast. Drop me a trick or treat bag. My Ooh. mic is my mic. My, <laughs> oh. my microphone stand seems to be a little possessed. That was <laughs> that was getting a little scary. <laughs> Very spooky. Uh, but every time we release a new episode, it gets a little spooky. Mm-hmm. Scary how bad we are at our jobs. Yeah, and release schedule. Yeah, um, <laughs> I will say, I was like, yes, we have a schedule. We're doing this. I instantly got the flu. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did. You spent Christmas. You and Paige spent Christmas with the flu in bed. In bed. How was that? Shitty. It was horrible. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So next episode, <laughs> I'm Rocky. I'm uh, <laughs> Blaze, and we are back and taking a couple steps into or back into. It's been a while since we've done an Italian horror film. Mm-hmm. We're going back into 1989 to talk about Michele Salvi's The Church. Also known as La Chiesa. Presented by Dario Argento. Yes, presented by Dario Argento. Um, And we'll get into that in a bit. That'll be our main topic today. And of course, we'll talk about a video game. Yep. um, And everything else that comes with it. All the hijinks and shenanigans that one would expect. Whenever we, you know, put out an episode. Because I know just everybody's waiting with bated breath. That's true. Folks, we're almost at 700 followers on Instagram. <laughs> if you could, we need to bump those numbers up. <laughs> and how about people that download the, the episode? <laughs> One wish at a time. <laughs> but yeah, so you spent Christmas uh, with the flu. Yep. And uh, then, uh, how was your New Year's? You did not have the flu, I'd imagine. I did not have the <laughs> flu. I saw my brother and my dad for the first time in like 20 years. Yeah. Uh, that must went well, fun. though. It was great. Well, well, there you go. So, so see, everybody, if you if your dad is in your life, just, just go find him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll show up. <laughs> Unless he doesn't want to. <laughs> You know how your dad was never in your life because he ran off right where he found out your mom was pregnant? Just go find him. <laughs> Just hang out with him. Who knows? Hey, he owes you. Me, your son. He's like, oh no. <laughs> he owes you a nice, uh, nice little day of throwing around the pigskin. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it was. Uh, did 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 you and your dad throw the pigskin at each other? We we sure didn't. I think he would uh, crumble. Yeah. He's very old. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, here's the, oh, my hip. <laughs> um, well, that's good. That's good that, that you were able to have that uh, reconnection. And um, it wasn't as awkward as you thought it may be. And Well, I mean, at this point, it's more like closure. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had a quiet uh, Christmas. Good thing I didn't tell him I was doing a bunk. <laughs> <laughs> Connection severed. <laughs> He's just like, what's a podcast? And you're like, perfect. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You only got, what, a year or two left anyways? 
<laughs> Too late to jump on the wagon now. <laughs> but yeah, what'd you guys do? He's like, but wait, Blaze actually probably should have because we do need another listener. <laughs> so <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. we could have gone from two good, <laughs> two good episodes. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ours, ours was quiet. Um, I went to visit the parents for a couple of days before Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Eve and Christmas was just kind of spent here. Um, hanging out, watching a lot of movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and then New Year's Eve, uh, Lauren had some of her friends in town. and We just went and took them to different restaurants and bars and stuff. And New Year's was just pretty quiet also. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't go anywhere near downtown because... Fuck that. Man. Fuck that. No. <laughs> so we stayed around, you know, out, you know, in our areas where we... We, we were we were blessed with the opportunity to go to Shantytown, just me and Paige, for New Year's countdown. You, you so. do love Shantytown. I told, um, I told Lauren whenever I saw that, I am not surprised. Like, the place of Paige or Shantytown, that's totally what they would do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that fucking place. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... One of the better parts of Jacksonville. Yeah. Springfield. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, get anything cool for Christmas that you want to share? Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Baby. Yeah, all right. So, tell us that uh, I, I assume you started playing. Wait, are you going to talk about later on in the show? No. Okay. It's not the game of the show. It's too new. Okay. Um, uh, I right. mean, I do do new games. You do do But new games. this one's big. It won an award for best game. Like, not best game of the year, but one of uh, the second most awards next to Baldur's Gate. Oh, it won the award best game yeah. called Ellen Wake 2. What? It won <laughs> that award. <laughs> best game called Ellen Wake 2. <laughs> best game that called Ellen Wake 2. It won the award. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's fucking fantastic. It's amazing. I'm only on chapter two, and it's already giving you the spooks. You're like, whoa, this is way darker than the first Ellen Wake. <laughs> Yeah, um, is this still Twin Peak ish? Very much. Yeah, and the nice, the really cool part is, is that when you go through like the police station and everything like that, it's still the same. Nice. And what what I will say though is that thank goodness for Jordan because Jordan turned me on to Alan Wake, and then he turned me on to Control before Alan Wake Two came out. They they interconnect. Mm-hmm. They're by the same company, but. Uh, the board of bureau of control shows up in this game too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, it is. Well, it's funny because in the video game control, you go through and you find files all the time, and there's a lot of cool, like, crazy things that people find. But one of the things you find is a file on the Alan Wake incident. Ah. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Secret which I had a. Look this up because I'm like, wait, there's something connects into this. Speaking of news we're looking for, you saw that James McCaffrey died. Yes. Who was the voice of Max Payne. Yep. Who's the same creator of Alan Wake. Correct. Uh, made Max Payne also. But not only did, did he do Max Payne's voice, he also did voices in Alan Wake. In Alan Wake too, he's Alex Casey. The the fake detective. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's also Tom Zane in the first one mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but he passed away. Um as sad, he, sad. Max Payne was a great series. It was. Um, at the age of 65, um, he died from uh, multiple myeloma um, as home in Larkmont, New York, hmm. on December 17th. Sad. Yeah. Uh, but that's good. I, I, I need to go. That's good he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, fuck him. Uh, no, this good. The Ellen Wake 2 is great. I'm not too surprised by that. Um, that team really takes their time with putting those games out. But it's worth the wait. Yeah. No, of course. Um, but you have a little bit more video game news than that. Wait, were you done talking about? Alan Wake 2? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you had other video game news you wanted yes. to share. The remake of Silent Hill 2. Not just a remaster, a full-on fucking remake. Yeah. That is exciting as shit. It is. Because they have been blowing it out of the fucking water with all these remakes. Like the Dead Space remake, fucking 10 out of 10. The Resident, Resident Evil. Evil remake, 10 out of 10. Like. Yeah, and, and earlier in the year, or earlier last year, we talked a little bit about Resident Evil 4, the remake. Oh, it was amazing. Had. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Resident Evil's just a great series. All, all the remasters have been... Well, I mean... If you hear squeaking, that's my wall. The, the, the main games, for the most part, except for six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> except for six. But as far as the rest of the games go, um, especially with the six, remasters... the giraffe giving itself a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen that? Yes. Somebody's like, it looks like a giraffe giving itself a blowjob. <laughs> um. But yes, the main title games, especially the remaster remakes, oh, yeah. have all been great. Fantastic. Yeah. Biohazard was great. Seven was great. Mm-hmm. Village, I mean. Biohazard and Village, yeah. Biohazard uh, was seven, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Village was eight. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all been great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all down for Silent Hill too. Oh, yeah. I just replayed the first one. Mm-hmm. Did, did they remake the first one? No, no? Uh, you know that console, the handheld I let you borrow. Yeah, it's on there. Okay, so if you want, if you want to replay Silent Hill, it's on there. I don't know. I was just asking if they if they remade remastered the first one also like not a year that or two I'm ago. aware of. Okay, but I always thought that Silent Hill one was the more popular. Or Silent Hill two is the most popular one. Yeah, or mo- like the fan favorite one out of that mm-hmm. series. Like people usually talk about Silent Hill two over Silent Hill one for sure. Anyways. I mean, I even liked Homecoming. A lot of people hate that one. Is too. that three? That's like, it's Silent Hill three. Is just Silent Hill three. No, Silent Hill three is the one where you're the girl, the girl going through the, the carnival, carnival park yeah. thingy. Um, all these people calling me. Um, is that spam? Yeah. How's good, he doing? Good thing. Good thing you took a photo of it. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I'll <laughs> <laughs> remember your number, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we got that. Um, what else do we have in the new rules? Was there any other video game news that you had, or was that all the video? I game think news that was all the video game. On? Okay, news. Um, other news that we got. Uh, let me see. Uh, well, actually, we have a special guest later on this episode. Who did I did I tell you it's a surprise guest? No. Oh well, later on we have. You may know him. Uh, he's been around for a while. Uh, he's actually been a captain of a little steamboat for a while. His name is Mickey. Ah, ha, ha. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I was forgetting. Uh, because we can use him now. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, 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 his name's Steamboat Willie. It's not Mickey. <laughs> Steam, Steamboat Mickey? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, I think most people that stay informed probably already know, but uh, Steamboat Willie is now public domain. And uh, Disney really, really fought that. <laughs> of course they did. And I think they're going to keep on fighting. They're going to try to keep... Same with Winnie the Pooh. They fought the shit out of that one. Yeah, but, you know, in hindsight, 
they did like did they really lose anything all they all they anybody did was make a sh- really shitty movie <laughs> based off of the character so i'm sure disney's like oh that's that's all all right and then they're like when peter pan went public domain like a year later um the same people started to develop. I think we talked about this when it got announced. They started working on a Peter Pan horror film. And now <laughs> they mm. announced that there's going to be a Steamboat Willie horror movie. Actually, one of them is already shot. They had it already finished because they knew this was coming up. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's a risky maneuver because Disney can pull some shit sometimes. And of course. Um, and still, even though, you know, that this is not that crazy of a turn of events... And as interesting as that is, I still don't give a shit because it's going to be fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, it's directed by the same people who did the mean one, oh. the Grinch slasher, oh. with a person who <laughs> Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Mr. Grinch. Um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize it was directed he by... He wouldn't touch us with a 31 and a half foot pool. <laughs> Why do you have soy sauce on your computer? <laughs> I don't know. That's been there forever. <laughs> Just random soy sauce. Dude, packs. you never know when you need it. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Always uh, regret for throwing out soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so Steamboat Willie um, is getting a horror movie. It's going to be awful. And I think why these movies are always terrible... It's not why I think. It's why it is. This isn't even like a debate. They're terrible because they're only made for one fucking reason, and that's just to cash in on the shock factor of having you yeah, know this known no, character kill no people. Plot. There's no, no, no. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be terrible. Yeah, it's gonna be awful. Yeah, there's somebody just like an original idea using IP. You think, David? If <laughs> somebody did an interesting idea with the IP, whenever it becomes available, um, or saying it goes in public domain, that's different. You know, uh-huh. like if you were, I heard one critic say that, what if, oh, Steamboat Willie becomes available for use? It was somebody just continues the adventures of Steamboat Willie and their own cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> stuff. that would be nice. Using the characters that are available. Like you can still use Pete. You can use Steamboat Willie. <laughs> you know, you use anybody that was introduced in that movie and just do the further adventures of them. That would make Disney sweat. It's like, oh my God, he's using our characters to make... <laughs> You know, great cartoons, series. And we can't do anything. Like, why wouldn't you do that? No, we need to do it where you, there's some titties and like blood. <laughs> it's just like, who cares? Who gives a shit? <laughs> or if they could make a new Mickey Mania. I love that game. Like, yeah, I haven't heard that game in a while. <laughs> yeah, the first first level is Steamboat Willie. So. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in the closet. Oh. Come out of the closet? <laughs> Yeah, I got Steamboat Willie's in the closet. <laughs> what are you gonna do, Disney? <laughs> what are you gonna do now? The Steamboat Willie's gonna come out of the closet on our show. They're like, we're suing you for saying Disney. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that is a public domain. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's gonna suck. Moving on. <laughs> uh, speaking of sucks, uh, Scream Seven. <laughs> yep. That's not going well. Uh, Scream 7 has hit some more trouble. And I can't say they didn't have it coming. Uh, Christopher Landon, who was set to direct. Um, I like Christopher Landon. I wasn't the biggest fan. Even though recently I felt like rewatching it, I wasn't the biggest fan of Happy Death Day, which he directed. I hate that movie. I feel like I, I need to give it another shot. You don't. Um, but he did direct Freaky also. Which is great. Which Freaky is great. 
Um, he was attached to direct Scream 7. Then uh, certain things happened that we talked about in a previous episode mm-hmm. where a couple of the cast members left or got fired. <laughs> yep. Um, and because of that, he decided... He's to, stepping out. ...to step down, um, stating, I wish that um, these things didn't happen, but I can in good consciousness basically go on with this project um, knowing kind of what it represents now uh, and hoping for a better future where people are more understanding of each other and right. there's not such a divide and that this series can go and become something again someday that honors the memory of Wes and the creation of Kevin Williamson. Um, and I thought that was a very respectful way to kind of bow the project. Um, I don't blame them. Honestly, Scream 7 can like go fuck itself at this point. I don't, I don't care. I associate yeah. a bunch of Scream 6. <laughs> they do have their new director though. Already? Yeah, it's Alex Jones. They're going to be like a Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Alex Jones. I'll admit though, if it was Alex Jones, I would go see that. That would be an interesting scream. Well, you found out something in between episodes that you sent me or was that that was before our lesson we just never talked about it yeah the alex jones video game. alex jones put on a video game at some point and it looks fucking hilarious it looks like exactly he what you would doing expect anything he can to pay off those court fees and still not enough mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty hilarious uh well what's what's the game about blaze oh it's just a side it's like a contra styled game where Alex Jones goes in and like takes down big pharma and people run at him with vaccines. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any way to pay off those court bills <laughs> um, and getting sued. <laughs> yeah. Um, and losing. But uh, couldn't have a nicer guy. Uh, yeah. Scream 7. Uh, I, I think, and I talked to a friend about this about a week or two ago, which is like, maybe we should just move on from franchises between uh, Scream 6 and Evil Dead Rise, which everybody liked. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge on I hate I know it, you weren't huge on I didn't hate it. I just thought it was fine. Um, it didn't need to be an Evil Dead movie. And the last couple of Halloween movies, an Exorcist Believer Maybe maybe we just shouldn't do franchises for a while. Whenever you have movies that came out this year, like Thanksgiving and Suitable Flesh and Talk to Me, that aren't franchise films and are way more entertaining, way more interesting. Even though Suitable Flesh is based off of a Lovecraft, yeah, book, you know, um, that audiences like that. But just it's not a franchise, twist. no. Um, but people are talking about those because they're you know completely different and and uh or or something original or you know its own thing at least right um like franchises i think are just going the same way as as the comic book movie i mean this year proved that the comic book movie's failing yep thank goodness uh about damn time and big blockbusters didn't do as well as before like uh uh mission possible seven didn't Mm-hmm. Perform like they thought it was going to. Indiana Jones, the new Indiana Jones movie was not a bomb, but it like underperformed like a motherfucker. Well, yeah, and like I nobody heard a gave few a shit. People that watched it were like, "This is fucking terrible." Yeah, that's what I hear. I haven't watched it. Yet. I know it's free on Disney Plus. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I want to just Disney to say that Plus I watched anymore. it. No, uh, I wasn't going to, 
And then I forgot I had the thing on where it just like, oh, your social subscriber is going to charge you for all of it at once for a year instead of taking it every month. Oh, okay. So I'm like, cool, I lost 160 bucks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Disney, you fucking pricks. <laughs> and then turned it off immediately uh, so it doesn't happen again. But I have a year now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but I think I think we're in an interesting place where people are like, oh, wow, these horror movies are different or saying something. Big movies like Oppenheimer and Barbie that aren't a comic book movie or whatever make more money than the Marvels or the Flash or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you oh, know? God. The fact they let that guy stay in movies is fucking travesty. Yeah. Uh, and even recently, Godzilla Minus One, which I saw, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, Jordan wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah. And The Boy and the Heron, in a good way or a bad way? Loved it. Okay, cool. He loved yeah. it. Boy in the Heron, he loved too. Yeah, I, I've watched it. I've been meaning to because uh, I do love Miyazaki. But both those movies were the biggest in the theater, and they're both Japanese movies. Mm-hmm. And it was going against whenever Wish was still in theaters, the new Disney animated movie. It looked dumb as fuck. Yeah, it's got terrible reviews on, on Rotten Tomatoes. And the Marvels, which bombed so badly that Disney refused to keep on updating the box office numbers. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what was it? Like 250? Like <laughs> I guess. Um, so, yeah. I I I I mean the first movie was didn't do well. Like it did, it did well. It did. It did well. Yeah. Oh. It just there was a lot of controversy around Brie Larson and her make she was making herself look bad and people weren't too happy about that and stuff and I don't know. It was a whole thing. But it performed well. Um, but this one didn't. So yeah, Chris Land, Christopher Landon, he wants to leave. Awesome, like that's yeah. good. I'm happy for him. Whoa, that came full circle. Yeah, <laughs> we went around the topic yeah. on that one. Yeah, we'll probably <laughs> dive deeper into that in our year review. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about you know the change in tide, but um, in other news, <laughs> mm-hmm. in other news, um, we talked about this whenever it was just kind of rumbles a few episodes ago this was like on the cusp of happening but now it's official mm-hmm. that blumhouse has joined forces with atomic, atomic robot monster. yeah atomic monster about to say atomic robot i'm thinking bad robot mm-hmm. <laughs> um and making one powerhouse entity of course this is james blum jason blum's company and uh james wan's company um, who they've collaborated before Megan <laughs> Megan which is great um, this weekend uh, another movie collaboration from them is coming out called Night Swim uh, has a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look great from the trailers it didn't look great it's about a fucking swimming pool or, or water I don't know it looked dumb the, the trailer looked dumb <laughs> yeah it looks dumb um, and apparently it is dumb so but you know what? I'm happy that they're joining forces. I mean, they're two of the bigger names um, in mainstream horror. So why not join forces and push each other to put out new material more frequently? Mm-hmm. Especially where, where it's a safe bet. Um, horror movies, even before like comic movies or whatever, it's one of the things that are tried and true as far as bringing people into theaters still. Yeah. Horror yeah. still gets asses in seats. Um so I mean who doesn't like being a little spooked yeah a little spooked um, and Blumhouse has a great business model even though I don't love all their movies we've talked about this before yeah the business model giving you 5 to 15 million and you make whatever you want 
and the creator has most control over it. And even if it's like, oh, shitty jump scare movie about a, a, a Honda laptop, something <laughs> something fucking stupid um, that only teenagers are going to see. Was Mr. Bedeviled uh, or Bedeviled one of theirs? I don't know. It feels like it would be. Maybe. Um, they said the laptop and I'm like, the phone app. Yeah. Like, um, but uh, even teenagers go see it. You're making probably, let's say even $50 million, which yeah. isn't a whole lot by today's standards. You're still breaking more than even. And you're taking that money and putting it into paying, trying to pay off the Exorcist bill that that movie did not pay off. Oh. Exorcist, you, you bought the Exorcist license for $400 million. <laughs> And then wrecked it immediately. Immediately. Like, let's give it David Gordon Green. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, his last few didn't do so hot. That movie is fucking awful. The, oh, yeah, that's right. You actually watched it. Yeah. I have. I don't have the fucking heart. Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. It looks terrible. Um, But, yeah, I, I think it's great that they're, they're kind of joining forces. Um, Is there any other news you... No, I think that was all my news. I think the only other news I have is not news. It's just a small review. I'm trying to get back in the habit of talking about a movie that's not horror. You know, it used to be like, oh, I just saw this in theaters. Yeah, 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 yeah. One movie I do want to talk about real quick, just because right now at this time that we're recording this, it's making the rounds on social media about people being like, this movie's so shocking. There's a scene where people are watching. It's like, oh, my God. Saltburn. Have you watched Saltburn yet? No. Okay. I, I'd see all the stuff people like. Oh, yeah. 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 Don't 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 believe it. I don't. Uh, Saltburn. I, I I I'm not gonna say it sucks, <laughs> but that movie, the overhype is strong with this one. Uh, God forbid you show this movie or show uh, people that like this movie or think that's edgy something like solo <laughs> oh my god or, or or irreversible or martyrs but actually that's serbian just, that, film that, that's most people you should solo to <laughs> they're yeah. probably not gonna be the happiest anyways or irreversible you know it's funny the first time i saw solo i i uh rented it from the college library really that yeah. doesn't make sense i mean it is based off of literature and yeah so it is decide like i was watching that uh-huh. And I was like, man, this old dude loves getting butt fucked. <laughs> like, he just loves it. <laughs> Is that all? That's it. Oh, that's, 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 the story. that's all I picked up from the movie. <laughs> I was like, damn, he is having a great time. I'm just, <laughs> like, I'm just saying. There's a joke I want to make so bad, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. If you don't want to say it, it's probably not something you should say. <laughs> it's not. It's not, because I'm going to feel bad if I say it. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, you can email us if you want me to tell you the joke. <laughs> if you want to hear the joke, follow us on Instagram. It's nothing offensive to any type of people or anything like that, by the way. First, like, oh, there's going to be a homophobic joke. It's nothing like that. It's just... It's, oh, it's uh, not? No, no, oh. absolutely not. I would I would not make that joke. Okay. Uh, no, no, it's, it's about something else. I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, but, uh, uh, but God forbid that you show these people a movie from, like, Gaspar Noe or Lars, Van, Lars von Trier the or something like series. that. <laughs> yeah, like, their heads will explode. And we watched it while uh, uh, Lauren's friend Molly was in town. We all were just having a lazy day. Uh, uh, not New Year's Day, but the day after. Um, uh-huh. 
And yeah, that movie is, uh, it's like, uh, shitty, the telling of Mr. Ripley. <laughs> okay. Uh, telling Mr. Ripley, uh, great movie. Why? Because at that time, first of all, Matt Damon was playing against type. At that point, you had Google honey, Matt Damon. So Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon doesn't really play roles like he did in that film. So whenever there's a turn in that movie, you go, oh my God, like this is crazy. Barry Keegan in this movie, who's like that type of the Matt Damon character, <laughs> tell Mr. Ripley, um, that guy always plays a fucking weirdo. It's like the problem that Stephen King has with The Shining and Jack Nicholson, which is like, you know, he's going to go crazy. Like, of course you do. It's Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. It's like Barry Keegan. It's like, yeah, I mean, the movie, it doesn't really, isn't really saying anything. And if it's just for entertainment, it's not that entertaining, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, it just feels dumb. It, it looks great. It's a handsome production. It's shot super well, acted very well. But mid. But it's plot. dumb. It's a dumb. It's dumb. The bathtub scene, if you're above the age of 25, probably isn't going to be that shocking unless you've been very sheltered. <laughs> um, there's, I mean, there are a couple weird like scenes and stuff like that that if somebody is like isn't used to an R-rated movie... <laughs> Maybe like, ooh, mm-hmm. you know, but if you watch any movie with at least two sex scenes in it, you're These probably going to be too These kids didn't have access it. to Rotten.com and it shows. <laughs> exactly. It shows. <laughs> so Nothing is like scarring yourself at 12 with a beheading video. <laughs> right. And it's nothing even that, it's nothing like that level. Like, I'll, if you want me to tell you, I'll tell you after we record because people may still want to see it. Yeah, I don't it care. Don't to see want it ruined, um, but I'll explain to you after. Uh, but yeah, it's not that bad. I have to watch my salt intake anyway. But yeah, <laughs> it uh, it is it is um, it is kind of heartbreaking though because I really did like Emerald uh, Fennel, uh who directed this movie. Um, I, I did really really like her directorial debut, which is Promising Young Woman, which I thought was great, and I thought had something to say. And did stick with me and was something I really did love. Um, and this movie is just the biggest fucking disappointment. Um, not worth the hype. I would say not worth a watch, but it's free on Amazon Prime if you're curious. I gave it a 5 out of 10. And I'm more I think about it. You were being generous? I'm being generous. Mm. <laughs> so, Saltburn, don't check it out. All right. <laughs> Hot takes. Yes. Is it time? Uh, it is time. The trailer time? It is the trailer time. All right. Trailer time. Trailer time. Meh. <laughs> Last night, the angel of evil possessed me, and I became his servant. I want to do evil. To kill.
All right. Well, that cuts off. <laughs> it does cut off rather quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1989's The Church, also known by its Italian title, La Cesa, which is just The Church, <laughs> but in what? Italian. Um, this is directed by Michele Salvi. Um, Cemetery Man's director. Yes, director Cemetery Man. I don't, I have not seen it. <laughs> um yeah, that is a cult classic. A lot of people love Cemetery Man. Uh, it's good. Severin Films just put out a new Blu-ray release of it in the past year. We should probably watch it. Uh, All right. It's great. Um, but, yeah, we were trying to decide a movie to watch. Um, you give me a list, and then you're like, you want to do something different? You just want me to choose one off this list. And I'm like, just choose one off the list. This is one of them. Yep. Another one that was on there was Stage Fright. Right. Which is also a McKelly Selvy film. Um, Which is funny. Yeah. Because I didn't know that. No. Um, but this movie was originally supposed to be Demons 3. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know the Demons series. To uh, get out from under your rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or by his Italian title, Demonia. <laughs> uh, was a uh, movie directed by Lamberto Bava. Uh, son of Mario Bava, who we've talked about on the show before. Who? Mario Bava. Who? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm sure we talked about Lamberto Bava in earlier episodes also. Um, and it was produced by Dario Argento, who we've also talked about. How dare you speak Italian to me, <laughs> of all people, <laughs> the most Italian man in the world. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, if you've never seen The First Demons... You should watch it because it's super fun. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> Demons is great. And it's punk rock and it's awesome. Um, great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Um, but, uh, of course, following that came Demons 2. <laughs> and then the church. <laughs> as, as, as one does. Uh, which is also directed by Lamberto Bava and uh, produced by Dario Gento. Dario Gento also co-wrote all these movies as well. Um, and... I believe that him and uh, uh, Franco Farini, um, he was also a writer in all three as well. Um, but um, they were developing Demons 3. Yes. And uh, I guess that Argento and Bava were trying to figure it all out. There was a screenplay at one point where a plane lands in a volcano is forced to land into a volcano. The volcano is tied to the occult somehow. Um, and they said it was like alien. <laughs> they compared to alien uh, where these demons are attacking and whatever. Um, and uh, they were trying to work that script. And um, it didn't work out too well. They had to rewrite. Of course, they decided to finally go with a church. Um, instead of a volcano, which is probably smarter, <laughs> probably costs less, probably doesn't look as dumb if you were making sets. Um, what if they just filmed it in a volcano? Yeah, just go into an just actual go volcano. Just go into a volcano. <laughs> Easy peasy. Yeah, there you go. Um, They're safe, I promise. Yeah, it's super safe. Um, Frodo did it. Yes. <laughs> and I guess that uh, Lamber- Lamberto Bava was supposed to direct this one. He stepped down because he got busy directing TV movies at the time. Um so Argento was looking for somebody else. So he went to Michele, who was a second unit director on a lot of Argento films um, at this point. Uh, he was second unit on uh, uh, Phenomena, 
Mm-hmm. He was um, second unit on Tenebre. Oh, he's in the good ones. Yeah. Um, so he was already kind of like working behind the scenes on a bunch of stuff with Argento already. Um, he was also an assistant, a second unit uh, director on uh, on the first Demons <laughs> mm-hmm. and on opera. So he's worked with Argento a lot. Um, strangely enough, he was also second unit director on the Brothers Grimm, the, 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 the Terry Gilliam film. The one with uh, Matt Damon? Yeah. Speaking of Matt Damon. <laughs> it was like Matt Damon. Um, him, Matt and, uh, Damon. Him, him and the dead guy. Him and the dead guy. Yeah. Oh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, Cemetery Man. Is he in cement? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm just insensitive. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Very good. Um, this movie had uh, up to eight writers, I believe, between credited and uncredited. I uh, went through a lot of rewrites. Um, but uh, Michele Salvi, whenever he joined the production... Um, he wanted. He didn't want to make Demons Three. He wanted to make a movie called The Church. Um, and uh, Argento said later on in an interview, where it's like, you know, for everybody except for Bava, Bava was the only person to make Demons Three. Not me. Not the producers. Not the crew. Nobody. Nobody cared about Demons Three. We just wanted to make a horror movie. The only person that considers the Demons Three is Lamberto Bava. Uh, I mean. There are similarities for sure. Oh, for sure, and the it way does you change into a demon. Yeah, I mean, it still works as a piece with those films. Also, I mean, shit. If we can consider here, see, I'm pointing at stuff in the office. Uh-huh. <laughs> if we consider pointing at your house by the cemetery statue, mm-hmm. the life size statue, <laughs> the, the, the gates, the uh, huge <laughs> gates of hell trilogy from lucio fulci yeah being i got the twilight of the dead behind you yes twilight of the dead also, pointing things at the room <laughs> yes twilight of the dead also known as gates the living hell. dead oh and gates of hell and say the living dead the second being the beyond the third being house by the cemetery if those are a trilogy <laughs> because they yeah. just have a theme then demons is definitely a trilogy because yeah, the first two are definitely of a piece i mean officially canon and this third one it fits in super well with those two. I mean, shit. If Sergio Leone's fucking Man With No Name trilogy is a trilogy, even though yep. that it may be the same main character, but that's not confirmed or denied in any of the movies. <laughs> and But thematically, they fit together. Yep. And same crew. Mm-hmm. Then this is definitely a trilogy. So, yes. Um, I think that La Chesa works as a third part of the Demons trilogy. Um. They shot most of it. The, the movie takes place in Germany. Yes. Um, they shot a lot of it in Rome. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> on, sets in, on sets in Rome. But they did shoot in downtown, uh, some downtown Germany. Oh, okay. Um, in downtown the area. city of, uh, Germany? No, the city of Germany. <laughs> in, uh, uh, let me see what city they shot in exactly. They shot in Germany in... Um, let me see here. I just had it up also. Yes, they just down just downtown Germany is where they shot. Uh, I believe they shot uh, Hamburg. Um, and they're trying Home to find of the hamburger. They they were trying to find something. Uh, Home of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> the home of spaghetti. Uh, yes, it was in downtown Hamburg, Germany. Um, they were trying to figure out something that that would feel very European. Um, and the church was appropriate. So they did look in Italy, they looked in France, Germany, and Switzerland, and they 
figure it out. Um, they decided to go to a church there, I believe, in Budapest. <laughs> Budapest? <laughs> yes. Um, it was shot at the Matthias Church in Budapest for exteriors. Um, so that's the uh, actual outside of the church. Uh, Budapest? Yes. Interesting. Um, Not really, but... <laughs> yes. Um, I'll Keith, say interesting. And Keith Emerson uh, was interested in doing the score. Um, he did the, the music for um, Inferno. So a lot of Argento people came back for this. I noticed that it said it had his name and the Goblins. Yes. And I was like, is that Goblin? Claudio, Claudio Simonetti? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, it, it says the music is by um, him and Philip Glass. And uh, uh, Fabio Pignatelli, who was part of Goblin. Um he was the one of the, he was the uh, bass player okay um for goblin so maybe it was just members of goblin and they called it the gerblins gerblins yeah um, the nilbogs yeah nilbog. <laughs> um and also in this movie she's not the star of the movie she's one of the main cast is Asia Argento um and this is one of her first roles uh, which latte Dario <laughs> Dario Argento's daughter um who he has a creepy relationship with um I think I mean, he just shoots a lot of movies with her being naked. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, you shoot your daughter naked a lot. <laughs> and yeah. Her, and put her in a lot of uh, sexually explicit situations. One movie in which she gets at least one. Um, it's Stenhouse Syndrome, where she does get raped. Um, <laughs> so, Great. <laughs> so I know that every father loves would love that for their child, and they want to film it. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, but she is a 14-year-old in this movie, and thankfully nothing too explicit. Yeah, thankfully nothing happens. Nothing explicit happens to her. Um, Except she gets a tummy ache. You do a tummy ache. You have a tummy ache? <laughs> yes. All right, so I guess we'll dive into it. Yeah. Um, so, you want to start? Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> so, it starts off with a, a, a rove of German knights in the medieval times and uh, wearing helmets that uh, possibly uh, are impossible to see out of. <laughs> Which Salvi also said this beginning scene was inspired by Conan the Barbarian. Was it? Yes. That makes sense. And they're led by a weird priest-like guy, I guess he is? Yeah. I'm not sure what he really is, because at first he seems like just some weird dude mm-hmm. showing the knights these this witch hideout. But then he's like, inquisition style over a bunch of people Mm -hmm. so he claims that this girl that's down in this cave is a witch and there's a bunch of witches and the whole town has a pact with the devil yeah so the knights just go around slaughtering everybody as knights do as knights do as 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 you know people get whenever you know religion tells them to be afraid of anything ever yeah <laughs> let's yeah. snuff it out <laughs> kill it <laughs> and um so they end up uh just slaughtering people throughout the whole town and kicking heads around and uh, one person uh tries to escape has a basket mask on um has a baby or is with it them. or is it a, they, they bas- a baby with them Yes. And then the baby never really comes back into play. But is it a person or is it a basket person? It, maybe the baby is a basket. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
because this person has a mask on that looks like a basket. A masket. Yeah, a masket. <laughs> and is holding a basket. That has a baby? But immediately, how I interpret it is, that's a basket person, and that's her basket baby. <laughs> right. So now, um, this person kind of gets away for a while and uh, is watching the knights uh, throw bodies into a pit. Mm-hmm. And the priest is like, we're building a church over this shit. Hell yeah. Keep that evil right in there. Build a steeple in the air. <laughs> and uh, a, uh, a renegade uh, uh, zealot duck gives away her position <laughs> by going, Hank! <laughs> and uh, for some reason... That alerts one of the knights to be like, what? <laughs> you, you didn't look closer at that duck? Mm-mm. It had a little gold cross on necklace. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Mm. So it makes sense. Honk, heathen. <laughs> honk, pagan. Honk. <laughs> and uh, so one of the knights chases them down and rips off the mask. And there's a face that you'll find very familiar in the rest of the movie. Yes. Um. So, now back to modern day 1988. <laughs> 89. 89. Year turn. <laughs> so, it's 1989. Uh, the church is definitely there. It is. It's doing church things. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a new librarian named Evans. Yeah. Or just Evan. Evan. Just Evan. Um, and a lady named Christy? What the hell's her name? Not Evan. <laughs> Uh, Lady Evan. <laughs> there's Evan and there's Lady Evan. Uh, Lisa. Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking of Barbara. Ah, the Evan of women. <laughs> the Evan of women names. Lisa. Lisa. Yes. Lisa. <laughs> and she is heading a, um, like a remodel of the church, like repainting or Doing new paintings in the church? I don't know what the fuck she's doing. She, uh, no, I think she's restoring paintings. Yeah, restoring church. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's restoring uh, uh, the different frescoes, I believe, in the mm-hmm. church. Um, and also in the church is a bishop whose name is Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Crotchety old bishop. And uh, who we find is our main character. Um, even though I thought Evan was our main character for at least half the movie. Um, Father Gus, um, who's played by Hugh Corshi, um, who you, people, um, you probably recognize him uh, best as Captain Panaka <laughs> from yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. The best episode. <laughs> uh, but he was also the detective in uh, Nightbreed. He's done a lot of stuff. Um, but uh, he was in Highlander. <laughs> That movie sucks. <laughs> movie does not hold up. No. Sorry, Highlander fans. Sorry, Clancy Brown. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Best thing about everything. <laughs> Clancy Brown. He is great. Um, we love you, Mr. Krabs. Yes. Uh, I can feel it, Mr. Krabs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Come on the show. <laughs> but yes. Uh, um, yeah, they're just doing church stuff in church. Uh, one day great description yes <laughs> doing church things in church as churches do it's a big gothic church mm-hmm. um in and, budapest <laughs> and uh one day uh, there's also a young girl that's in the church named lottie um played by Aji argento um 
<clears throat> her father is the secretarian secretarian um which is basically like a uh, uh well so the sacristy is where the priest prepares for services and has, stores all the like communion yeah but not, not a deacon what's the word i'm looking for he's not like a deacon he's like a um no he's like a caretaker like he, a supply person yeah but there's like a term for it in the church yeah, saying sacred. But there's another thing that that's like. There's another word for it. We were talking about it. You had said it earlier, also, huh? Oh, not a deacon. Uh, a sexton. Sexton. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a sexton. Uh, but yeah. It's, so he's, he's groundskeeper Willie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's super religious and pious. <laughs> As religious people can be. Yep. And uh, he doesn't like his 14-year-old doing anything. But she's a little rapscallion. <laughs> she gets away. She sneaks around. Yeah. Um, through the catacombs. And uh, as they're doing things, um, I can't remember how exactly they come across it. They come across an artifact. A piece of parchment. Oh, how did they come across that? Yeah. Yeah. Were they down in the basement of the church? Yeah, they they found... Oh, fuck, I can't remember either. How did they find that? Well, it doesn't matter. Anyways, they find a piece of parchment. I think it was in a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, as parchment and paper normally are. <laughs> no, it was in... that. that I made the fucking joke. It was that, like there was a piece of wall that was breaking down because they were doing some restorations upstairs. The wall went in, and there was a piece of parchment behind it. Yes. And that's where the parchment came from. Yes, that's right. That's right. And uh, Evan and Lisa are already kind of getting a connection. They bond over... um, Lisa gets a bad hand in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. They, they they bond oh she does <laughs> actually everybody kind of her and him get a pretty bad hand in it this is I think hers is worse <laughs> yeah um yes definitely uh, where uh, uh, they decide that they like each other because they bond over their love of the medieval and uh stupid old shit and stuff like that <laughs> and they're like hey let's go back to your place and bone and then while they go and have sex. He immediately gets distracted and leaves. <laughs> he, well, he figures out how to read the parchment. Lines yeah, he's like, holy shit, I know how to do this. Stops mid-sex, <laughs> as one does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> figures out his re- religious puzzle and just like, all right, see you later. <laughs> um, yeah, and they, they find out that, hey, this may have been the tomb of a mass grave. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, he was talking about how there is a, a symbol with seven eyes. Yeah, and it could be some type of god, which is funny. Because <laughs> it's like, I work at a church. Anyways, it could be some other type of god <laughs> that this housed at some point. Um, and uh, uh, I don't know, they're trying to keep something hidden here. And um, he, of course, goes and studying at home and... Hell starts breaking loose, as it does, and he gets possessed. <laughs> he gets possessed. Well, he gets possessed because he goes back into the like well, goes into catacombs he, of the church. There's a giant cross on the floor with the seven-eyed mask he was looking there he for. Finds, yeah, and he immediately fucks with it because carved it out, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden he has hallucinations, and now he's possessed by a demon. Yes, yes, and he goes forward. 
and starts possessing other people. Latte's escaping from her father. Her father's looking for her. And as that happens, uh, he goes and uh, face palms him right in the nose. And apparently that changed him into a demon. So. Yeah, and her dad is like, thanks a lot, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah, and then basically the the demon like possession works like a virus in this movie, where if you get scratched or attacked in any way, it kind of spreads between person to person. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, fucking Evan pulls his own heart out. And uh, makes long distance calls at a phone booth. <laughs> Just going. T Rex arms at half the time. Yeah, um, but he's possessed of shit. That's usually possessed of shit people do. <laughs> Rips out his own heart. Rips out his own heart. Uh, sees his reflection as a monster <laughs> or demon at uh, different times. Um, and during this time, uh, he, um, yeah, he, he kind of has the Jack Torrance moment. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever Lottie finds him, well, Lisa finds him, he's acting weird, and he tries to rape her. Yeah, that's after the goat demon tried to break into her house. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, how, what happened with that? <laughs> what I just said. <laughs> Go demon trying to break it. You know, go demons and just be mischievous, trying to just be and D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, he uh, so she goes and sees him at his office at the church. He's all crazy. His glasses are cracked to shit. Um, he immediately tries to rape her. Um, yep. Which he goes and pushes a bookshelf onto him. But it's a bookshelf that's not even No, connected. that's Lottie who pushes the bookshelf. Oh, I thought it was her, and then she ran off, and then Lottie no, came No, she down. ran away, and then Lottie was there, and she was like, what's she upset about? He's like, who knows? It's like, uh, the <laughs> rape? I thought probably. that was what would happen, that, that she pushed it over and then ran off, then Lottie's like, what happened? Then you attack Lottie, and then she ran off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but Lisa didn't throw the bookshelf? Lottie did? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yes. That reverse, because it happens like back to back. Because he, he tries to cut Lottie's stomach open. Yeah, with a little thing. knife of some sort. <laughs> a little thing. It's just not a sure little. What it was. Yeah, it but looked, she was very threatened by it. Yeah, um, it, it like somehow gets out of the church that has been closed at this point. Yes, to go to a club, but then comes back. <laughs> yes, well, that's later on. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Um, she's able to get in and out of the church pretty pretty easily. Um, also, strangely, in the movie, there's a bridal shoot outside of the church. With multiple brides? I don't know. I think it was just like bridal wear. Yeah. Models. And then then they go inside and ask like, hey, can we use your church? If Father Gus is like, I could give a shit less, do whatever you want. I got to do communion. Sorry. (laughs) I got to do my job. (laughs) Yeah. Get the fuck done with your pictures and get the fuck out. (laughs) um, God bless. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, they they chose the wrong day, <laughs> the wrong time to do any of this because hell is literally breaking loose. Uh, rape goes coast to coast is is loose in the church. Uh, 
Evan isn't even a thing anymore. He's just some type of demon entity. Yeah. Um, and people are becoming possessed. Uh, also in the church, for some reason, um, is a girl, her boyfriend. They're going to a rock show. But for some reason, go inside of a church. Yeah. Not explained. <laughs> yeah. And they're just hanging out there. She but, fucks a statue. But she's like. bitching like the whole time about how... <laughs> They're missing their rock they're missing show. The concert. That's where they want to be. But they're at this church. Um, the demons seal the doors, of course, so nobody can get out. Which also catches. No, 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 no. The demons didn't seal the doors. Like once that thing's broken, the person, the architect who designed the place, oh yeah, made it's just it so trapped. The church would trap it. Yeah, uh, because we find out <laughs> that the church is a trap to keep the demon in. <laughs> Correct. Um. Uh. So. Um, it's basically the opposite of what Evo Shandor <laughs> built that building in Ghostbusters for. Right. <laughs> that was to let evil out. This <laughs> it was is an occult building. Evil in. It was to keep the evil in. Um, so, uh, big old Gothic church, keep the demon in. Um, so, yes, because of that, it catches her massive fucking bridal dress into the door. Into the door, which people are trying to get out. Um, and basically, from here on out, it's just. Crazy death after crazy death. Um, Lottie's dad kills himself with a jackhammer, <laughs> which is but then comes back and kills the bride. Yeah, but it comes alive. No, he does not kill the bride. Yeah, he does later on, but yeah. not first. No, he kills some lady that's there with glasses because the teacher. She, yeah, and she loses her glasses, so she's. Oh no! It doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It yeah, the teacher he rammed that gate into. Yeah, he's she's instantly blind mm-hmm. <laughs> you think it's oh, gotta be the right yeah um and everybody literally runs out of the way <laughs> as the gates coming towards her she gets impelled um also a crazy death that happens in this movie the train um yes there's a part where uh the girl and her boyfriend Who uh, so, so she, she's concert. one around you think that she's getting possessed because you see um evan demon <laughs> wrap up wrap her up in his wings um, and like Go without away. moving, but yeah. she's just right around the corner, which is actually based off a painting. Okay, the image is a painting. Um, yeah, yeah, she just went away, and just because I guess it just fucked with everybody's mind. So her and her boyfriend, are like, we need to find a way out of this. We're missing our rock show. <laughs> <laughs> our rock show. <laughs> and uh, and Blinkaway Two is like, this would be a great idea for song. <laughs> <laughs> The demon at the rock show. <laughs> so they go down the basement where the catacombs are under this church and they just start digging into the ground mm-hmm. and she falls through and he's like, I got you. And it's like pitch black and you just see the light and you're looking at it and looking at it. And then there's another light. And she's like, huh? And you're like, oh my God, is this a demon? And you're looking at it. And then all of a sudden you realize it's a subway train. Yeah. <laughs> Just smashes her face into the... The, the, the effects for the head. Were great. It just smashes. It like turns the putty. It's so fucking fantastic. It is a really good and The build-up to it is so great. Um, but yeah, I mean, at this point, Father Gus is like, I need to fucking do something. He goes, talks to the bishop. The bishop is like, what we already said church is a, tra- a demon trap yeah. uh he goes crazy and falls off the ledge he <laughs> 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 gets impelled uh that's up to father gus to save the day um finds out that the secret was in the mouth of the architect which was buried there 
pulls it out, whole church collapsed, the end. <laughs> well, that's not the end. I mean, that is the end, but before that, um, <laughs> you thought, you thought <laughs> that uh, uh, Lisa's day couldn't get worse. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. No. She's Lisa's the, day gets way worse. She's in the church. She she got back into the church. Um, she is now naked and on an altar. She's getting raped by a demon. A giant goat demon. Yeah. And Father Gus just walks by and he's like, hmm. He's <laughs> like, that looks awful. That does not look like a good day. <laughs> oh, but why finds that is because you find out that Lottie is, is the girl or is the reincarnation. The reincarnation. Because something does happen to Ozzy Argento that's pretty bad, but you don't see it. She does get killed, but you just see the sword swipe. Um, but you don't see her get slashed in half. But she's the reincarnated of the form girl of the basket, basket person, masket. <laughs> the masket. Um, so he's like, "Oh yeah, we do need to stop this." So find out that the architect was tortured to keep the secrets yep. of the cathedral, um, which you find the corpse, the, the decayed remains of the architect, and the the puzzle piece that's in his mouth to stop everything um and yeah the church collapses and everybody everybody dies but before that happens lisa's night got a whole lot worse that's all i'm saying yeah sure did <laughs> whenever the church started falling she's probably like thank god like oh no we're gonna drag you down to hell with us so we can rape you more down there <laughs> she's like no huh on the whole though interesting movie very interesting movie and also great little ending because you're like hey this church is about to be gentrified. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that, you're like, oh no, once they wreck this church, the demons are going to be loose in Hamburg, Germany. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. That's always fun. Gentri- that's why you should gentrify more things, right? See? Demons. See what you've done? <laughs> See what you've done? <laughs> Capitalism? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no, movie is good. It's it's as far as like you know, I, I love Italian horror films and, right. and genre films in general. Um, but as far as this goes, with, with some of them though, some of them can be little s- slow so burn. slow until something interesting happens, and in between the interesting things happening, it's just a lot of slow parts to get yeah. to those. But this one keeps at the pace of like for the first twenty five minutes, it's a little like eh, okay. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah. You know, but once it gets going, the pace keeps up. It's actually very entertaining. Yeah, no, it's with, a good movie. Uh, uh, Italian genre film with a lot of interesting gore effects and deaths. Very fun. Um, definitely recommend not only for fans of Argento, but fans of Fulci as well. Yeah, um, it's got the vibe. Definitely. And uh, if you haven't watched Demons or Demons 2... Watch it as a trilogy. Just have, take an afternoon. Watch Demons, Demons 2, and then... The church. Uh, yeah, the church. Uh, and 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 eat a, eat a big old bowl of spaghetti. There you go. <laughs> I guess. Or a hamburger, because it was shot in Hamburg. Yeah, some hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> we have a hamburger in between two Vienna sausages. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> two kibasas. <laughs> um... Yeah. Uh, anything else to add about? No, I just say check it out. Yeah, I do too. It's free on Tubi. Yep. 
You can watch it on Tubi. Free on Tubi. With some ads. Um, Tubi. I mean, I, Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, can we recommend Tubi enough? We bring no. it up a lot because you can find so many of these bad movies or good lot, movies lot, too. Uh, yeah, good movies also, not just bad movies, but so many movies. A lot of horror. There's so much like great not horror. horror, but like odd genre films on there. Like, and oh, I think yeah. by now everybody knows Tubi, but I, I can't praise Tubi enough or yeah. speak highly enough of it for sure. Um, but yeah, check it out. Check it out. All right, I guess that brings us to our next segment. Another curation of Blaze's cabinet of video game curiosities. All right. So, what video game are we going to be talking about? We got new fears to fathom to speak oh, about. Oh, boy. We got new fears to fathom. Yeah, you love these. I do. I do enjoy them. I think they're a great series. Mm-hmm. Of fan-submitted stories that are turned into games, which is just a great idea. And this one is Skin of Marink. No. <laughs> well, that, real quick. <laughs> For our 2023 wrap-up, is Skin of going to be on the worst horror movies of 2023? <laughs> I don't even know where to put that movie, <laughs> to be honest. Not, the most overhyped horror movies of 2023? Yeah, maybe most overhyped because <laughs> you talk about slow burns and then this is like a slow burn that has no, nothing. it doesn't burn no payoff. anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> but anyways, sorry. You're good. Here we go. Yeah, so it's Fierce to Fathom. This time it's called The Iron Bark Lookout. And okay. And it was a story submitted by somebody who was a park ranger. And uh, you are transferred to this park called Ironbark. There was apparently some sort of uh, event with missing campers that has a lot of legends around it. And uh, apparently the guy who submitted the story, um, uh, he stayed in the watchtower, the fire tower. And there was like five different fire towers throughout the park. And I learned a lot about fire towers, actually. Like, they have... They communicate with each other on a daily basis. Like, just talk to each other. So you talk to your partner a lot who, you know, you kind of get things together and how to take care of the uh, uh, the fire tower. Like, how to get the whole place running. But uh, eventually, uh, your partner notices something out in the woods and you find a campsite that's been abandoned and a book about the lost um lost uh campers there and uh it's a very supernatural story uh it is very much um it's it's almost like a cult but not a cult like a supernatural thing of entities that follow people around and bring them into the woods. And uh, you start noticing them staking out your uh, fire tower at night. You see people go through the windows. You see people with deer's heads and shit like that. Um, but I, that's another thing I love about these games is that just like the Chilla's art games, you can see their improvement as they go. So it's like, this is definitely the best-looking Fears to Fathom game. It has the best graphics. It has the most in-depth story. Um, you, you know, you're 
juggling text messages from your dad, your maybe girlfriend, and your boss at the same time while things are going on to try and put more of the story together. And you start getting like these weird like cryptic texts all of a sudden that have to do with things around the fire tower. It's a really strange story and I would love to read the full thing like just what the guy had to say Mm -hmm. like because it's supposed to be based off events that happen to people and uh, if that's true this guy had a fucking wild night like it's a really fun game though and I've talked about Fears to Fathom on here a lot so Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely something people just need to go through and play you can play them in any order they don't like interconnect yeah so it looks like they have two more and then i think they might be calling it it could play it on steam yep and how many uh how many episodes are out right now the uh four four there are four episodes out right now uh you know you can get through them in about a day like each right so i i can't recommend it more okay cool so yeah all right well that is another episode Oh, Blade and Apples. Blade and Apples. <laughs> Blade and Apples. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about our wrap-up. Yep. Year in review. Year in review of 2023. We're going to talk about our favorite horror movies, uh, favorite horror television, uh, biggest disappointments, um, everything. Biggest surprises. Including, and I'll, I'll, I didn't do it last year. Um, I, I completely forgot. And we were talking about it before we even recorded. Uh, I remember back whenever we did our review of 2022. But I forgot to say my top 10 favorite movies of 2022 that weren't horror films. But I will have a top 10 list of favorite movies of 2023 um, for you as well um, that are not horror. Uh, so other things people can check out just in case they don't want to just watch horror films. <laughs> right. Um, and then the episode after our year in review. The one that has been foretold by the ancients. <laughs> it's finally happening. We got the copy. We're going to do an episode. And we normally don't do new movies in depth as this our main topic. Te- technically not new. It's not. It's two years old. <laughs> but it's finally available to the public. Uh, or the wide public. And that is Glenn Danzig's... Death Rider. <laughs> Death Rider in the House of Vampires. The second feature film from Glennifer Danzig. And... Uh, I'm excited. It's got, probably going to be rough. <laughs> probably. Um, but... You know what? We've talked about it. We have Non-stop. to do it. We've talked about this since this podcast started. When me and Lauren first started dating, <laughs> it came up, and I haven't shut the fuck up since <laughs> to her. To to uh, I'm, I'm sure at this point she's ecstatic. It's like finally he can watch it. Shut, the, shut fuck the fuck up, up about it. Um, we'll, we'll get to stop going to couples therapy because it's because <laughs> every one of the therapy sessions are just Rocky. What do you think is going? On? I just can't get past this block of relationship. And Rocky, what is this block of relationship? Death, Death Rider. Rider. <laughs> it's not been released. Why? <laughs> it's Julian's hands last movie. <laughs> You're like, do you really want to pay for this? She's like, I told him we don't have, we don't need therapy at all. I'm just like, 
Death Rider! <laughs> Papyrus! <laughs> Such a great skit. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so we'll do Death Rider in the House of Vampires. So those are the next two episodes. Um, but until then, if you want to reach us, you can at bladeapples at gmail.com, mm-hmm. uh, bladeapplespodcast at gmail.com, or bladeapplespod on Instagram. You can drop us a line there also. Um, if you've got a recommendation, if you've got a little bit of news involving something we've talked about, if you have an idea or request or whatever, We'd love to hear from you. Um, I wouldn't. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you? No. <laughs> uh, thanks to Stefan Mize. He's an awesome guy. He did our art. Uh, check him out. Um, check him out on Instagram under Stefan Mize or Crawling Panther Tattoo. And, of course, thanks to Blaze, who not only thanks to him for editing, we got our old interface back. I sure did. <laughs> so he is a very happy boy because it's making recording much, much, much easier. <sighs> and hopefully you can tell in the sound quality also that we may finally be back on track <laughs> with how things are supposed to sound. <laughs> yep, because that last interface was a, a giant waste of fucking money. Dog shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, thanks to Blaze for being a great co-host. And um, anything else you want to add? See you later, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, remember, every day is Halloween. So, even in the new year, please act accordingly. Bye. Bye.